Founders Journey. I'm your host, Josh Pigford, founder of Bear Metrics. And uh, this week, we're talking about getting out of the startup rat race. So I'm done. I'm tapping out. I'm bowing out of the startup rat race. No, we're not shutting down Bear Metrics. Uh, very much the opposite. Uh, I'm just finished subscribing to and following the traditional startup mentality as we build our company. Uh, so in June 2016, I realized that we had less than two months of runway left. We had an ex existential uh, crisis on our hands, the, the kind that uh, you've read about hundreds of times, the kind where the business was there one day, then all of a sudden it just wasn't. We were just burning money way too fast. We had to course correct very quickly. Uh, so the whole team took a 15% pay cut. Uh, I took a 30% pay cut. Uh, long story short, which this is a story that I'll talk about uh, more in, in depth, uh, maybe the next month or so. Um, but the long story is we got back on course. So everyone is now back up to full salaries uh, and we're actually, we're profitable on top of that. So we'll be a, a million dollar company by this summer, but getting here has been quite a struggle. So the way that we ended up um, in the situation was just such a classic Silicon Valley uh, scenario. I mean, honestly, that I'm embarrassed to even talk about it. Um, so we raised multiple rounds of funding. So two rounds totaling about 800,000, which is honestly small by most Silicon Valley standards. Um, we hired fast, we spent faster, pushing hard for this mythical hockey stick growth, and then beating ourselves up when we didn't have that growth. Uh, we were embracing the whole thing. So it, it wasn't like our investors were breathing down our necks, demanding all of this. In fact, they categorically were not. Uh, it was self-prescribed. I was choosing it. I was willingly playing the part. Hey, we've got a bank account full of money. We should spend it, right? Um, I wasn't trying to be negligent, uh, negligent with the money. I just was overly optimistic about revenue growth. So our revenue was definitely growing month over month, but my um, eternal optimism believed that it magically start really growing in, you know, quote unquote, just a few months. Instead, our revenue growth has just been annoyingly steady. Uh, there's no hockey stick growth, just good old fashioned normal growth. Um, but then this, this past November, uh, I, I took a much needed break, completely disconnected from work for about 10 days. Um, and it gave me a chance to pull my head out of the startup hole and get some clarity on things. Um, I realized that for the past couple of years, we'd been in this weird quasi faux startup. Gah, we need growth mode. And I say faux because we actually have revenue, which the majority of typical Silicon Valley startups don't. But we needed so desperately to get profitable that we were just throwing out things left and right, hoping that something would stick and be this like magic pill. Um, we were launching things and then immediately heading to the next big idea uh, on our list because our time was running out. And yes, I understand this is borderline comical to anyone in the bootstrap world or really anyone outside of you know startups. But like I said, we had found ourselves fully embracing that Silicon Valley startup mentality. So um, that 10-day break gave me actual perspective. We'd been trying to build bare metrics like there was this imaginary startup finish line as though we were... Uh, as though we could lose or, or even come in first. Um, we were treating uh, our company like we were in some sort of race for time, but there is no race. Uh, there isn't another runner we could lose against, and, and we couldn't come in first. Uh, everything that you read about building a startup implies that there's this formula, that doing X and Y gives you the highest probability of Z outcome. 
Jason Limkin, who uh, really does have some amazing advice around building SaaS companies, especially on the topic of sales, um, wrote this uh, a couple of years back. So he says, can you really honestly commit to obsessively thinking, worrying, futzing, stressing about uh, how to do the impossible every single moment of the day? Nothing else but work, even when you're playing with your kids, having dinner uh, with your husband, because that's what it's going to take, end quote. Uh, but what the actual hell? Not only is that not necessary, it's incredibly unhealthy and completely unproductive. Do not obsessively think about your startup every single moment of the day. Doing that is what kills startups every day. Founders get burnt out. CEOs make terrible decisions inside of a vacuum, all because they lose perspective working inside their bubble. Now, I, I get why people uh, read stuff like that or any advice from people who've had um, some big payout. Um, we try to find patterns and formulas and everything to, to make sense of it. We think, well, if they did those things, then I can do those things too and, I, and also succeed. But that's not how life works and that's not how business works. So many entrepreneurs think that the end goal is a big acquisition or going public and they model their actions based on the handful of atypical and statistically improbable stories they read about. They read advice like the stuff above, uh, you know, talking about how sacrificing every facet of their life for their business. Um, and they think that that's some way to live, but it's not. It's not a way to live. It's not healthy. It doesn't make you interesting. It's not fun building anything that way. It, statistically speaking, likely won't even make you very much money. So what if you changed what success is? What if success was paying yourself $150,000 a year and building a real sustainable business that you work on for 10 years and then sell for a few million dollars? No, that's not considered success in Silicon Valley. Oh, you know, maybe you never sell it. But what if what if success was paying yourself $30,000 a year and traveling the world with your family? What if success is building an amazing place to work where your team is paid really well and actually enjoys working there instead of having people who jump from startup to startup playing the equity game? What if success wasn't attached to team size, but instead was attached to customer happiness? There are an endless number of ways to define success, uh, and it's the definition of insanity to think that there's only one way to do it. Redefining success to something different than the way Silicon Valley defines it uh, doesn't mean you aren't ambitious, and I'd argue that following a formula is the thing that isn't ambitious. No, creating your own definition of success and, and doing things the way you want to do them, that's, that's what success is to me. That's the ambitious thing, because doing things your own way on your own terms is where you'll find fulfillment. And really, that's what we're all after. That's all for this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, if you, uh, you know, need analytics for your business, um, check out Bearmetrics at bearmetrics.com. I'd love to know what you think. Shoot me an email, josh at bearmetrics.com or find me on Twitter at spigford. You can check this article out uh, at blog.bearmetrics.com. And um, I think that does it. I think that's all. All right. Yep. Yep. That's all. Okay. I'm back to my awkward ending. I feel like last week I did a decent job of ending it without being uh, an awkward human. Okay. That's all for this week. And I love you. 